Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing Job chapter 30, looking at verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation. And Job is speaking from his anguish, from from a place of pain as he's uh, thinking about how he's treated now that he's uh, has no prosperity he's no longer rich not only has he lost his wealth he no longer has his children by his side and his wife has told him to curse god and die (laughs) but let's listen to god's word and now they mock me with vulgar songs they taunt me they despise me and won't come near me except to spit in my face For God has cut my bowstring. He has humbled me. So they have thrown off all restraint. These outcasts oppose me to my face. They send me sprawling and lay traps in my path. They block my road and do everything they can to destroy me. They know I have no one to help me. They come at me from all directions. They jump on me when I am down. I live in terror now. My honor has blown away in the wind and my prosperity has vanished like a cloud. Again, this is Job chapter 30, verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation, which titles this, Job Speaks of His Anguish. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 30, verses 9 through 15 in the New Living Translation. And in this section, Job is uh, telling us about the mocking that he had to endure. And he's um, seems he's speaking from a place of pain and anguish as he's, you know, telling all who will listen how he's being treated from once having a place of dignity to now being mocked by uh, people who weren't even worthy to tie his shoes or even take care of his sheep. So, you know, you know, he's in a place where he is in anguish. He is um, feels cut off from God. And most of what I'm sharing is going to come from Matthew Henry because he just knows how to paint the picture. <laughs> so with uh, the words that Job gave us, which were so picturesque, you can imagine all of this happening to an old person. And he may not be that old, but because of the disease, he may look like he's really old. So you can imagine uh children spitting at him and folk jeering at him and people uh, kicking at him. So you can, he's, and that's what he's sharing, what the um, 
the mocking and the character of the people who mocked him. Job became the subject of mocking and uh, satirical songs. They made ballads about him with which they made themselves and their companions merry. So the songs were, you know, how you've probably watched the old, the movies, especially the uh, movies where there are, um, there's a court jester and there's all this going on and the songs are made to make people happy. And they, you know, might just write them right then and there. So he's saying that they made songs to make fun of him. He says, I am their song and their byword. Those who have a very base spirit that turns the calamities of their honest neighbors into a jest and can sport themselves with their grief. This is not the kind of people you want in your life that will turn your hurt into a sport, something to make fun of. And those who've been in that situation know how that feels, where your your hurt is someone else is hilarious to someone else. It's something that they love, that they, you know, long for. Um, Job's friends, his people who knew him, they shunned him as a loathsome spectacle. He was abhorred. People fled from him as an ugly monster or as one infected. And I thought about uh, Quasimoto when I was reading this. Those who uh, were themselves driven out from among men would have had him driven out. Because remember, he said these people were worthless and they were driven out. And, you know, he's using, not for pity, but this is how he feels, like he's one of those. They expressed the greatest scorn and indignation against Job. They spat in his face and were ready or were ready to do so. They tripped, tripped him. They pushed uh, his feet from under him. They kicked him either out of wrath, wrath or because they hated him or just for sport to make uh, themselves happy, merry as they made fun of him. They treated him like a football. And we've seen that in movies before where uh, some person who, you know, the, like the, ta the town um, fool, I guess you would say. It's, I'm thinking of a Western. But they would call him, and that's what they did. They made fun of him. They, you know, be in the bar and they'd be throwing, you know, yeah, I, I can just imagine it in my mind, and I'm sure you can too. Okay, back to where I was. Uh, the best of saints, and I'm still reading the words of Matthew Henry, well, a little bit of my interjection. The best of saints have sometimes received the worst injuries and indignities from spiteful, scornful, wicked people. And must not think it strange. Our master himself was thus abused. These people were malicious against him. And not only did they make fun of him, they made a prey of him, not only affronted him, but set themselves uh, to do real mischief. The things that they could devise to hurt him, that's what they did. They uh, rose up against him. Uh, 
and found ways to destroy him. They cast um, um, all of the, let's see, they lay blame. They lay blame on Job for them being driven out, is what the Matthew Henry says. And I'm quickly running out of time. I wanted to share everything. Uh, spitting, of course, is a sign of disapproval or disrespect. And uh, Matthew Henry pointed out that we can see Job as a type of Christ who uh, was made a reproach of men and despised of people and who hid not his face from the shame and spitting, but bore the indignity better than poor Job did. And I'm going to stop there because I've kind of run out of my time. Um, let's see. Job portrays his mockers as an army besieging a city. They destroy the escape paths and crash through a breach in the wall. So he's saying that um, these people had no shame in attacking him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Even in the bittersweet story of Job, because we know that it will have a happy ending. We thank you that even in his current misery, he knows that you are his redeemer. And so do we. And we bless you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.